Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Thank you very much for joining us today. Before we get into the main feature, the main cut, the main thrust, the main thing of this episode, right? Yeah, sounds yeah. very thrusty. Very, very thrusty. A lot of thrusting going on in this okay. episode. Guaranteed 100% thrust. <laughs> right. Some asteroids as well, if you're playing some old classic games. The thing that we're going to talk about is our VA takeover event. Yes. It's we, on the 23rd of April. It's on the 23rd of April. We have already sold a butt ton of tickets. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. We already have an ever-growing community on Discord that are already getting to know each other, already making amazing friends. They're making it incredibly difficult to read the chat every day. <laughs> the chat is so busy that you can drop in at any point and someone will be talking. I mean, would you like to make my life more difficult by buying a ticket and joining the Discord? So would there's you, even more messages for me to read. Yeah, would you like to piss Mrs. H off? I guess. <laughs> guarantee that you do. And the way that you can best do that is buying a ticket to our Bedhoppers Come Together so, Takeover there event. there you go. We've been going about this the wrong way. So we should be aiming at, do you want to really piss me off? Yeah, that's right. If you do, please come along. Please come along. Please get in touch with us. Drop us a uh, an email, a message on Twitter, a message on an owl. Swingers, an owl. an owl. Turn up outside our house, knock the door nicely, politely, mm. please. And we will be happy to sell you a ticket. It's 70 quid for a couple. Yeah. Or seventy pounds, <clears throat> seventy English pounds, and thirty pounds for a single lady. Right. Yes. Unfortunately, single gents, we can't have you there this time. No, but that will gain you access to mm-hmm. Vanilla Alternative. Yeah, on the night, right? Yep. Six till nine, exclusively. Uh, Bed hoppers event for those three hours. Yeah, for those three hours, you get a bite to eat, you get drink, mm-hmm. and. And you get our scintillating company. Yes, and you get, get to, to piss, piss Mrs. Me off. Mrs. H off. What more could one person ask for? I mean, well, you could pop into a hot tub with me. You could do. And you. Yeah. And other people. Because it'll pop be ex- into her in the hot tub. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it's exclusively ours for that for part of the evening. So. And then you get to meet extra people who come in. Regular Joe Soaps. But who cares about those guys? But the guys? more people we get of our own coming in, <laughs> the less likely you are to meet Joe Public. Well, there we go. So 
get in touch with us. Mm. We'll be happy to tell you more about it if you have questions. But what I will say is that we've already got, I think, 75 or so tickets sold. Yeah, and we've uh, just got another one this evening. So. Another one this evening while we've been recording. But what I want to say is that Discord group <laughs> are, are fucking amazing. They are really cool. And there's a, there's a whole bunch of different threads that are already available. So mm-hmm. people are talking about what they're wearing. They're posting pet pictures at some point soon. We're going to unlock the sexy pick thread. Oh my God. Then Not it's just go yet. Off. Things are going to go off the charts. Yeah, they really will. But people love a sexy pick thread. They do. They do. And we've had loads of people today chatting away and they've been saying that they've enjoyed coming onto the Discord oh, and giggity. meeting new people. And they found it much more effective doing that than going out to Fab. In fact, some of them have already been meeting before the bloody event. Well, we, yes. And this is the thing. And I think the more people who do that, the more likely we are to build those connections before we actually get to the event. Yeah. So by the time we get round to the event, it's just going to be like everyone's meeting each other and they can't wait to catch up. Exactly that. So we'd love you to join us. So get in touch with us. It'd be great. We'll send you all the information in terms of how you can pay, how you can come along, where nearby hotels are, all that kind of gum. So that would be really, really awesome. You could hop into our hot tub. You could do, very much so. <laughs> hop onto a couch with us. Have a drink with us. There we yeah, go. All the stuff. All these sort of things are perfectly hell possible. Hell abuse at us if you mean what to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a large amount of money to, you know, throw at us just to hell abuse at us. But, you know. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> I heard exactly that you will. That. Exactly. <laughs> so the other thing that I want to mention is, is that our delightful friends, and Mrs. H doesn't know about this particularly. Wait, what? Yeah, I know, right? Our delightful friends. I don't like surprises. <laughs> Swingers <laughs> Help got in touch with us oh. and asked if we could play a little advert for them because they are doing, they're, they're really trying to promote their books that they write and all their sites and all this kind of stuff so for the next minute or so i'm going to play the advert i know about this book do you i know about it i've heard about it on the grapevine genuinely do know about this book yeah but no but yeah but no what you said there's (laughs) right is that they could produce a book but you weren't going to do it better than them so they said they're going to chin them so they're a printer sorry (laughs) something like that right something like that okay right i do know about it though okay this is good what what do you know about it there's a book okay brilliant so (laughs) Basically, um, they've asked us to play a little advert for them, which I'm going to do now. Want more lifestyle info? Check out swingershelp.com. Dr. Georgia and her husband, Will, have written a 300-page guide to swinging and a 55-page guide to hosting sex parties. Available on Amazon, but use your money to join the Bedhoppers patron and support their gin-fueled podcast. As a reward, the eBooks are free at swingershelp.com, along with hundreds of articles, Swinger survey results, and much more. P.S. Get off your butt and finally write that well-deserved review for Bedhoppers, just like we did. Oh, wasn't that nice? That was lovely. Very lovely. Mrs. H is pretending because she's not actually heard it. She's just nodding in agreement. (laughs) I mean, that's just like frequently what I do. She knows. It's like... Three minutes of them going, Mrs. H is such a fucking idiot. What a stupid bitch. I mean, I can't imagine why we write a book about that, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly sure. You could probably write a pamphlet about it. A pamphlet. <laughs> a very briefly flat. An entire book seems a little excessive, <laughs> even by my rude standards. <laughs> Maybe that should be our next uh, event button. What, how to avoid Mrs. H? <laughs> Mrs. H sucks. <laughs> <gasps> wow. In the hot tub at VA. <laughs> you forgot to add that. I really did. Get it on a t-shirt. Exactly. So we want to talk about our special guest. Go on then. Now we've mentioned him on the podcast a couple of times over the last few episodes. <laughs> I have gently picked fun at him. Who is he, Mrs. H? He is Chicago's premier bull, yeah. Ashley Del Toro. Excellent. And how I do we know right, him? How I? do we know him? 
because we flipping manhandled a little shit across the Atlantic <laughs> to arrive at our social event and surprise our very lovely friends, Secret Stag, Secret Vixen. So this man is a bull. That's very personal, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's acceptable. Reliable. Relatable. <laughs> so we, Terrible at travelling. <laughs> maybe. We wanted to invite him onto the show so we could talk to him about a bit about hot wifing yes. and the stag and vixen scenario. A bit about what it's like being a single guy or a bull in the mm. in the lifestyle. And maybe what the difference is. Yeah, and we, we talk about that. We, we talk about whether women can be bulls or not. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to give that away just yet. We'll, no. we'll, we'll play that to you in a moment. And we also look at some of his top tips for people that are aspiring to be bulls, but also people that are looking for them yeah so if you want to be uh knee deep in bull <laughs> this is the episode for you it really is <laughs> mrs h play that thing we've got something that's just for you holy shit it's an interview so we are really pleased to say that we've got a special guest with us today now we're going to reveal him in just a second but you may know him from various different things He's been on the Keys and Anklets podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's been on uh, Secret Vixen. What do you mean he's been on her? On and around. Wow. I know, well, right? giving it away a bit, isn't it? it, well, it's, it's, well, it could be me. I could be our own special guest. Well, <laughs> fine. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to add anything to this? No, no, I'm just Is this enjoying it? You're this. just letting me run with it. <laughs> just enjoying this. We've got the delightful Ashley with us. Thank you for joining us today. Ashley Del Toro. My pleasure. Great intro. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I tried to keep it short and sweet and it was neither. So, <laughs> Ashley, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Where'd you come from? I am Ashley Del Toro. No, Ashley Del Toro 23 on Twitter. 23? Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, well, it's a reference to where I'm from. Born and raised Chicago. And if anybody knows anything about Chicago, it's usually... Something revolving Chicago Bears, of course, uh, gangsters in the 1920s, and then Michael Jordan. I just know it as a windy place. Is that right? The Windy City? Is that Chicago? Yes. Yes. But I learned something little known Frasier. fact that when the nickname isn't for the actual wind. It was for news reporters talking about how the politicians are full of hot air. Uh-huh. Every day is a school day. So for me. that's <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> so enough about the, where you live. Who are you? What's the deal? I've uh, been in the lifestyle for just about sixteen years. Sixteen years now, and uh, been in the role of playing hot wifing as well as swinging. But uh, you, in the lifestyle, I'm kind of known as a single guy or a bull. A single guy or a bull. Okay, that's interesting. So not necessarily every single guy is going to be a bull, like seeking out hot wives to connect with. Uh, usually they might go to lifestyle events and they have some friends that'll get, hopefully give them permission to get in, uh, usually at a really high price for single guys in the States. I don't know about the UK, but for us. Uh, but then for most bulls, they kind of play specifically in the realm of, of looking for a hot wife to play with separate from the husband with the husband he's watching or there's the whole cuckold aspect where it gets more into humiliation cool so what what is your definition of a bull then if you could narrow it down and you needed to tell someone in your elevator speech what would it be a bull is a man or woman 
who enjoys the company of a married woman and is and knows their role as kind of an extracurricular activity in their lifestyle, but knows not to overstep their boundaries. Wow, that's quite the definition, isn't it? <laughs> I like that. That was succinct. No, no, it's very succinct. Um, so I guess my question then would be, what what's the actual difference, if there is one, between a bull and a single guy from a lifestyle? Like, this is something we've been asked by a number of listeners as well in the past, I think. Single guys, they are going to get the bad stigma for the most part of being in the lifestyle. I think most couples who jump into it are initially looking for another couple to play with. Full swap, soft swap, uh, maybe on vacation or whatnot, uh, see where it goes. And then they're looking for unicorns next. And then after that, usually people kind of like those couples kind of find their way into being with just single men. And then uh, technically that single guy kind of turns into their bull. If the stag vixens scene is what they're looking for. Otherwise, they'll just play with that single guy at a lifestyle event or something like that. So it's not technically their bill. There is no intimacy. It's uh, There's no getting to know each other. There's no friendship. It's really just straight to it. The single guys will meet somebody at a hop, at a party, a lifestyle party, something like that. And then they'll hook up them. So as a bull, then you're, you've got deeper levels of intimacy potentially and you're building more of a relationship with the couple. Definitely, yes. Usually, let's say if the bull is a bi, he might have relations with the husband and wife. The bull is straight. The husband kind of becomes a really good friend. And then the wife kind of becomes a pseudo girlfriend. So, but, uh, but yeah, but there's you. Mutual friendship across the board, typically. Mm, so maybe the single guy scenario then negates that. It kind of doesn't really get involved with befriending the husband so much. Right. At least for me, the, in my experience and the guys that I know that consider themselves a bull, they have a closer relationship to both the husband and wife. Do you think there's a different skill set between single guys and bulls? Yeah. I'd say... The gift of gab, just being able to carry a conversation is really important for a bull. When it comes to that, you you should be able to flip from lifestyle conversation to vanilla. Like with um, Secret Stag and Vixen, we can talk about virtually anything, which tends to mostly be geek stuff, which is (laughs) my lane. (laughs) But yeah, for single guys, um, it's kind of surface talk. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to meet at a lifestyle event, it's kind of introducing each other. Uh, you know, maybe you might say how long you've been a lifestyle a little bit, tell a few jokes here and there, and then you'll try to get them into the room or playroom or something like that. While the bulls will take more time to develop that chemistry. Do you see it as something of a, of a quality, as a standard, as a certificate almost? Like a, a bull is, it's almost like a step above a single man. I think so, just because of the amount of effort a good bull will put into it. I call some of the single guys uh, in this, but I don't even know if that was a UK thing, but it's um, a Craigslist crowd. Oh, yeah. yeah so, it was. It, yeah, there you go. So it's like, it, which is like I said, it was great while it lasted, but you had a lot of creepy guys that are vetted. 
are looking to have, you know, sexual relations for kind of the wrong reasons. But while bulls, on the other hand, may come from that background, but they kind of evolve over time to be more of a supporting cast, I guess. I can see that. I can. It, it's an interesting one because when I do think of a a bull, it does sound like someone that knows their shit and has a level of well. It, it, by the very nature of the word, there is a level of authority perhaps to it, which doesn't necessarily go with the single guys that you think when you and and I guess when I'm using the, the term single guys, what I'm really thinking thinking of is the zombie mass shuffling wankers that you see in clubs there with just with their cocks out. I mean, that's the the visual <laughs> yeah, I'm getting in my that's head. Got it out. But I'm interested, do you ever refer to yourself as a single guy or are you purely all just about the, the concept of being a bull? Only on my profiles will I really say I'm a single male. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't exclusively call myself a bull when I just introduce myself to somebody. And that, I feel like that'd be really awkward. <laughs> Dream smasher. We need to go up to them. Hey, I'm a bull. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's no. I don't feel like there's a smooth way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess yeah. Once you start playing with a hot wife couple, you you baby, they become a stag vixen or a cuckold couple, and then you kind of become the bull. Okay, I mean it's interesting. We we hear the terms hot wifing um, probably bandaged around quite a lot. A, a lot of people think of themselves as being in a hot wife dynamic, and actually they haven't really clearly defined what it is they're looking for as a couple sometimes and they've just kind of you know latched onto this phrase that's quite quite trendy and like oh yeah we're a hot wife couple but actually it's, it seems like quite a deep complex kind of relationship you're describing there especially with the the responsibilities that a bull has to kind of you know have this relationship almost with the husband as well as the wife rather than oh yeah we're, we're a hot wife because my wife goes out and has sex with people and then she comes home and tells me about it Right. And there's layers to that as well. Um, like with female led relationships, especially on the cuckold side, sometimes they don't even want the bull to really have a relationship with their husband. So most of the communication was just between the wife and the bull. The husband will be either watching via Zoom, not allowed to watch or or maybe she might have him in the room and put him in the corner and maybe in her underwear or something like that. So levels to that where it just depends on what the woman enjoys about the hot wife thing slash cuckold lifestyle that kind of determines where the relationships go. Okay. This is getting really, really intricate now. <laughs> so you touched, <laughs> yeah, you touched on something earlier when you, when you gave your initial definition around what, what a bull is. And you, you said actually a woman can be a bull as well. Correct. I've only met one. Um, she is Bella Bull underscore on Twitter. Snappy title. Um, okay. I know, right? <laughs> a very sexy woman. Uh, actually, a girlfriend to a friend of mine. And they sleep with other women. And some of them have to be hot wives. And she is very dominant. Uh, you know, she uses the strap on. Um, she can be very sensual at times too, but I think her default is dominant and just like the energy and the conversation and how direct she is on what she wants from a female, uh, just gives off that bull energy. And then they're on a podcast recently 
and she mentioned something about how um, she she didn't realize she had that bull energy, but he did. So he actually created her Twitter account for. <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of upset about, <laughs> but uh, but she's kind of turned to embrace it now. It's interesting you mentioned that the dominance aspect of this. Would you say that's a really strong characteristic for being a bull? Not necessarily. No, it's not my default. But you should probably have it in your repertoire. I'm a much more essential bull than most I've come across. Like the whole hot wifing and specifically the cuckold side of it is a dom sub relationship. Um, and the bull can be brought in to be dominant for both the wife and the male or just possibly the female while the husband will be watching or maybe not allowed to watch. For me, I, I think it was more dominant when I was younger because uh, it was just a amount of energy i had uh having well well, how i was because i i'm not trying to toot my own horn here but i was a personal trainer and i'd go for a long time and like with loud music and it was like a workout for me you know i wouldn't i wouldn't call it sport fucking (laughs) but (laughs) you know it was somewhere on the line but as i've gotten older i've focused more on of females five senses so since of smell i make sure the room smells great with you know cinnamon pineapple or vanilla candles or whatnot uh audio wise i make sure the music she likes is on whether it's edm which you know not my thing really <laughs> but uh you know r&b and hip-hop is there some alternative rock and roll whatever um, then of course, taste, I might incorporate, uh, some chocolates, chocolate, strawberries, uh, cherries, things of that nature, feel and touch. I'll give massages, uh, which is a, a thing for me, coconut oil and, um, sight wise, the room is always great mood lighting. So it's like those type of things I kind of play off to make sure that the woman is getting a full experience okay do you ever find that the the husband or the, the stag i suppose in the relationship uh, uh, kind of expects you to assert some dominance or do they kind of leave you to find your way in terms of what you choose to do with the the wife when i think about it i'd say mostly when i deal with couples from online i can tell by the profile what they're looking for or with the correspondence with the husband, which is typically like eight or 10 or nine out of 10 times, it's going to be talking to husband first. He's just vetting unnaturally. Um, so I'll talk to them and I get a feel for what they're looking for. And I'd say at least more than half were looking for a dominant uh, situation uh, just for the wife itself. But sometimes it might be for both of them. Because it's interesting because I guess all three parties have to be kind of happy with, mm. with whatever's being brought to the table. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not quite as simple as just a guy for the, for the wife. It's, it's a whole, you know, the husband has to be comfortable with you or the, the bull and everyone has to mm. be able to everyone get to along to a certain yeah. extent. It's, it's quite a fascinating, fascinating dynamic. Is, yeah. What I'm curious to find out, though, is, is how did you get into this? So my second personal training job 
was at uh, kind of an elite gym. Uh, you know, I had spa, towel service, rock wall climbing, like all the, the big pool. And there was one woman uh, who was a wife and she'd come in only during the summer, basically. And with the booty shorts and the crop top and the glasses and walking on the treadmill on a slight end time, texting on her phone. And I think every gym has that one woman. <laughs> so I obviously all the guys on the gym loved her uh, and I wasn't going to pay her any mind because I didn't want the, the stigma of being the personal trainer who's just like horny and trying to climb on top of every hot woman in the gym. So I think about after three months of the not even paying attention to her. She walked up to me while I was on the, the training floor uh, saying that she was looking for some sessions and she had an amazing body. I think she was in her mid to late twenties at that time. And I want to just tell her like, you don't need sessions. What are you doing? But I, but I was like, all right, I've never seen a workout. Maybe she is kind of weak. So I'll just <laughs> give her three sessions just to figure, figure this out. See what she's looking for. Um, I did that. The three sessions went real smooth. No flirtation, anything like that. And then she wanted to re-up on another package. And she wanted to take me out to lunch uh, beforehand. So I was like, all right, cool. It was probably about a mile or maybe half a mile away from where she lived. And she wanted me to walk home afterwards. And we ended up in a park, like two blocks away from her house, uh, by a gazebo. And she was telling me how she's so grateful for me and see the, the difference in her training versus mine. And, so and then she leaned in to kiss me and I immediately pulled back. I was like, no, I, I, I know you're married. Uh, I'm not here to wreck home. So I'm just like, I'm not, I don't think this is a good idea. And also the session price didn't include the kiss. Right. <laughs> 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 so 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 she said no no hold on i understand but just we're we have to understand we're swingers and we've been doing this for i think she said since she graduated high school together or something like that so i was just like like what so my head and mouth i couldn't believe that because i was like that doesn't happen here this is chicago it's the midwest this isn't hedonism this isn't jamaica <laughs> what no and then so she pulled out her razor flip phone <laughs> and proceeded to show me the photos of them at all these different parties one of them i think it was sin in the city as one of the main ones here in chicago and it blew my mind because I'm seeing her in pasties. She's on a stripper pole surrounded by couples. She's going down on a girl on uh, the dance floor. And I'm just like, oh, this, this is this is a thing. <laughs> so she provided the proof. So I caved. <laughs> uh, end up kissing her passionately. And we saw each other for about three years, probably once or twice a month uh, in that time frame. And actually, we're still kind of good friends today. She moved away. She's in uh, East Coast now. But every once in a while, she comes back to see her fam and she'll let me know and we'll grab a lunch or a coffee or drink or something like that. 
So did you just see her on her own or did you see her with, with her husband? Now, oddly enough, I have never met the husband. <sighs> uh, right. And <laughs> I've always felt a little weird about her uh, because, I mean, virtually every other couple I've ever uh, played with or talked to, I've, I've connected with the husband before. Mm. So I know everything's all good because she's still married and she still provides me photos of them at parties and stuff like that. But yeah, that was one of those situations where I really didn't need to. Uh, we just clicked so well. And I don't think he, I think he was more so, he was cool with her swinging with whoever. And then he had a side girlfriend or two because he traveled a lot. So that they, they kept that dynamic going. So, and to be honest, I don't even know if they even, called themselves a hot wife couple but i feel like they were just more swingers this is where it turns into a horror story and you find out he's been dead for 20 years <laughs> <laughs> oh don't put that on me <laughs> <laughs> did she keep her gym packages up that's the important bit did <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. we did train for about four more months after she uh Three ups. That's great. <laughs> nice work. So that then led you into exploring more, um, I suppose, more dynamics Absolutely. within that kind of lifestyle. Then, yeah, that's when I jumped on the internet. And remember, this was 16 years ago, so there wasn't many avenues for that. Mm. I think it was Yahoo, like their forums. I was in, and then I stumbled across. Someone had mentioned darkcavern.com, which is more of an interracial site, and it's very antiquated now. Um, please, no one go there. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, so I met a couple from Indiana, and they really kind of broke down the whole hot wife thing. Like, I don't think any there was stag or vixen or bulls stuff back back then. There were no labels for that. Uh, I, I was aware of a cuckold scene a little bit, uh, but just only through porn. Um, but for them, it was really him just watching her with uh, select men. Um, majority of them were black, but every once in a while they play with a, a white kid up and down the street. Um, and then, yeah, so I played with them for, I think it was four or five weeks. And we either played in Chicago at my apartment or I'd go to their home. Uh, and that was probably once a month uh, un unless the, the kids were around. So you've been doing that sort of exploring this for 16 years then, and you kind of got in through that, that view. So with all that mm -hmm. learning in your head, what are the, the top three things that make a good bull? Uh, number one, respect of time uh understand that typically this couple has got a babysitter or they've moved a lot of things around especially if they're coming from uh sometimes i know some couples coming from two divorce backgrounds so they have kids on both sides and the scheduling all that so you know not like setting that hard confirmation for a date and sticking with it, not showing up late, you know, 40, 50 minutes or something like that. Um, and let's see, number two. Oh God, hygiene. Uh, you gotta be on point. Uh, I mean, you have to manscape, uh, the nails, the pubic region, 
Uh, if you got a hairy uh, behind, go ahead and get that taken care of. <laughs> e- even your toes, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you uh, hygiene is key. Um, you know, with the fresh breasts too. That should go without saying. Third quality: reading the room. If the couple is you know, if, if feeling, if they might be having a bad day, uh, could be fighting over something vanilla wise or whatever, try to feel that out. And if you need to be a therapist, then so be it, pull the plug, pull the trigger on that. Cause otherwise, you know, you're going to have a bad time and, and, and it's just this elephant in the room situation that hasn't happened to me many times, only once or twice, but, uh, I definitely one of those things I had to kind of like talk some things out uh also when reading the room just knowing you know um what she's feeling what she's enjoying what he might not be comfortable with or what he's really enjoying and keeping that going because that might uh actually heighten her experience so just just really reading the people you're with and knowing when to step your game up or pull back a little bit to be fair, I think those are excellent points for for any sort of adventure in the yeah, lifestyle, and, and and especially around the hygiene for guys, it never ceases to amaze me how 100%. little effort some guys put into mm. to things, and you know the amount of times we've been to clubs or been on meets and. The woman, women show up and they look lovely and they they've put all the effort in, and then I see the guy, and I know that. Mrs. H has noped out before we've even taken three steps towards them. And, you know, if, if you can smell them in those three steps, even worse. Oh. And it's just like, why not just try? But also that mindfulness of of, of this reading the situation, I think, is also vitally important. I think couples aren't so great at doing that sometimes. They're great at being mindful of each other, but not also of, of the other couple as well and kind of keeping their feelings in mind. I think it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Okay. H, you've got a question. Always. <laughs> They've been gentle questions so far. Come on. Bonus question time. All right. So are we saying who the bonus yeah, question is yeah, from? Yeah, he needs a name. We haven't put a klaxon uh, in for at least half no. an hour. <laughs> so the bonus question, unsurprisingly, is from the very own Mr. Stag of Secret oh, Nixon, Secret Stag fame. And the question from him was, so how does it, how do you feel about the pressure that may come from being observed by a husband during sex? Ooh. Oh, question. You can thank him later. <laughs> <laughs> Riddle. <laughs> the pressure's different for each one. There's definitely more pressure when there's video or pictures involved. And, but I usually won't allow that unless I know that couple pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's only one or twice I've let that slip with someone new. The first time is typically always awkward. Like even when I saw Secret Stag and Vixen in the UK, uh, there was a nervousness level uh, that uh, I had to shake, uh, and eventually I did. But it was—it's the first time, you know. It's the jitters uh, of all that, uh, just like thinking about this for so long, having it finally happen, but then trying to, like I said, read the room. I notice I'm focused on her, and we're getting lost in each other. But if I know he's taking pics and videos, stuff like that, I have to kind of be cognizant. So like I get a good angle, move a little bit this way or that way for him, maybe provide some decent lighting, go into the, the mirror or something like something like it. 
But otherwise, like once I kind of get in a groove with a couple, it kind of goes out the window unless they want to change up the, the, I wouldn't say normal routine, but the vibe. So if like from going essential to dominant or something like that, that's when I'm just like, well, if I know she enjoys essential, why would you want to switch it to dominant? Because it maybe it might, maybe she might not be into it. So things like that. But um, other than that, no, the, uh, after I've hit a groove, I'm, I'm kind of cool with it. How often do the husbands participate with these sessions for you? I'd say half and half. So half will probably watch, record. I had one person watch via Zoom like the whole evening. Uh, that was interesting. <laughs> Literally phoning um, in. <laughs> right. <laughs> like even if you can hit the button to raise his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do the applause icon? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so a half will just watch, but then I'd say some of the other half will either play after or during in a threesome. So I'll, I'll typically try to start with them watching and then incorporate them in if they want to do the threesome aspect. Uh, Cause yeah, I take the lead in that way, but uh, I'm typically most comfortable just doing a one-on-one while they watch record and whatnot. Cause it's, you never know if the husband's going to get a little too excited and then overstep some boundaries. So. Cool. All right. And, and now I think she has the question she's been wanting to ask you since she saw your Twitter account. <laughs> I'm really sorry. You should be expecting this question. <laughs> so I have to ask you, what, how do you qualify for being Chicago's premier bull? Because that's a pretty <laughs> esteemed title. What's the election process? Is there a championship belt? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Have you got a certificate? Is it white clean? Not a belt. <laughs> a cock ring. But not a belt. <laughs> uh, come on, Mrs. H. I told you. I, I first rule of premiership. I can't talk about premiership. Did someone give you this title and you were like, you know what? I like that. I'm going to have it. Uh, someone did say I was elite last year. And it, and it kind of stuck with me. And I didn't want to put elite up there on the Twitter. So I just kind of just... <laughs> played with it and figured premiere will, will work just fine. So, I mean, now that you mentioned it, it, make, it makes me feel a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> that. But at the same time, I feel like I have to stand out in that avenue. Um, just in Bulls in general, just they did not even Chicago. Um. <laughs> I mean, I suppose if you were to put like the world's premier bull, it would just be... You know, a little bit too little much, pretentious. Right? A little pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> when he enters a room, like music plays. Wait a minute. Simpatico, like this is you. You have your own theme tune, right? I do have my own theme tune. <laughs> I'm more the, the UK's premier in swinger. <laughs> guaranteed a good night's sleep. Yeah, guaranteed back. a good night's sleep after me. <laughs> but I, I will say that I do feel like I'm premier. In the sense that when couples come from out of town, I'm a hell of a host. I know Chicago back and forth. Uh, we'll go to Second City. 
We'll go to Willis Tower. We'll do architecture tour, um, fine dining. I used to be a doorman at a lot of clubs, so we can go there and get a discount drinks or free drinks. Um, I'm, I, I tend to go all out whenever I have a night or two with the wife or the couple itself. Hmm. Alexa, can you check flights to Chicago, please? <laughs> uh, sweetheart, that's a microphone, not no, Alexa. <laughs> you lied. <laughs> it's weeks she's lot. been doing this. She's so confused as to why the lights haven't been turning on and why the heating hasn't been coming on. It's a terrible situation. I'm just off to Chicago to just go on this like mad tour now. You just want a tour, don't you? Yeah, I just want to do all the stuff. Exactly that. That's really cool. So and you can actually handle the cold weather. <laughs> exactly. Being being English, we're sort of the cold weather's built into us, I think. Yeah. Stiff up lift all that. Exactly that. So what I want to know is have you had any standout experiences that you can share with us? What's been your sort of um most amazing experience? I mean, it's a premier bull. You're bound to have some, right? We went to Bull Advisor, he's got five stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say every splash mocha I attend is sets the bar high uh and for those that aren't aware of splash mocha it is a hot wife lifestyle convention uh it takes place in florida atlanta and houston it's about 150 couples 20 25 single ladies and about 200 or 250 single males or bulls uh and particularly black bulls so, and the couples that come predominantly are white, but uh, they're also black, Latino, Asian, you name it. And they, it's a three-day event. They have playrooms. They have a couple teachers that'll teach some classes, like one's a dick worship class. The another one's like a hot wife versus cuckold class. One is reconciling your faith with the lifestyle class taught by a former reverend, things of that nature. And then the, in Florida, there's the clothing optional pool. And like I said, the playrooms are next to none. A glory hole room, BDSM room, dark room, hot white washing room, take five room. And people already have their room set up for a great time too. So the whole three days is just pretty amazing. Um, but as far as the most standout experience, it's not my best experience, but the most standout what happened here in Chicago last year. Uh, there was an app called Field. I swiped on a hot wife who was pregnant. And in the photo, she looked about four months pregnant. But when we met in person, she was a good seven, seven and a half months. Wow. Still beautiful and glowing. And, uh, Husband was really cool too. Full blown geek as well. Uh, we great conversation, great wine, um, hit it off well and set up a play date and I showed up and they, first of all, just opened up like a, a $300 bottle of wine, which was fantastic. Then, uh, you know, she was in a 90, uh, ended up going down on me for a little while. Then we took it to the bedroom and you know, it got hot and heavy. He was taking pics and vids uh, off in different angles. Uh, and we got into about four or five different positions. He got underneath us at one point, at which I was cool with. Um, and then my favorite, or at least the one I fantasized about, well, with the 
a pregnant hot wife on top, uh, riding. And so I can kind of see her in all her glory. Uh, and I finished at that point and he is a cuckolder likes to clean up. So she rolls off. I tell him, give me the camera. So I start to videotape him going down on her and I'm in full blown Spike Lee Spielberg mode. <laughs> I'm getting over the shoulder shots. I'm getting close ups. <laughs> I'm doing tracking all the way through her, from her head to her, uh, her, uh, her toes, like uh, you name it. And this is going on for about like four, maybe five minutes. And then I look up at, in the corner of my eye. I see the door open and there's their three year old daughter. Oof. wiping cold out of her eye looking for her to go to the bathroom <laughs> oh my God. and so i hit the floor like i hear a gunshot uh, and the pops hops up grabs her covers her eyes and then she's just mortified on the bed uh like i'm so sorry i'm, so sorry. I'm like it's so it's okay i, I hope <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've created a memory that a child can take with them for the rest of their to all the therapy in the world. That's what they, she was saying. She's too young to remember, and I'm like, "Well, we'll see in kindergarten when she draws that family photo and there's that black oh, stick figure imagine? in the back corner." That would make one hell of a fridge picture, wouldn't it? <laughs> Oh, oh man so you mentioned flash mocha and all that sort of stuff so color often forms like a really key part of this dynamic certainly mm -hmm. it sort of seems to be a, a popular point of it now how do you feel about that are there upsides are there negatives to that what, what's your take on it oh uh, there's definitely some negatives to it for me well i have a very unique background so i was raised in a buddhist household and there's a division of Buddhism that involves many different cultures. So from I think the age of like six or seven, every weekend I'd be at a community center meeting people from different cultures. So for me, I've never really had like the culture shock of going to like an all black school and then jumping into an all white school and having that weird awkwardness. So I just kind of, I guess you, I'm, I'm not a click hopper, but you know, I can, I can maneuver in many different areas. Yeah. Um, so when I started to notice, uh, the, for me, when I was younger, there was a hotness aspect to sleeping with older white women because for the most part, I was kind of envisioning most of the teachers or the hot teachers I used to have in high school or grade school, or whatever. So, so that kind of heightened it for me. But uh, I stepped away for the lifestyle for about four or five years when I moved out west. And when I came back, that's when I noticed, especially through all the sites, whether it's porn or lifestyle, whatever, was the focus on BBC. I don't have a specific issue with the term. I have an issue with the way it's used. So I get it for porn for categories or whatnot when you're looking for someone who has a big black dick and typically that's going to lead to some hot wife scenes on in the porn web uh and there's so many different categories and so many different fetishes so i totally understand i'm not going to yuck anybody's yum uh, but when it comes to the lifestyle i feel as though there's not enough couples particularly white couples 
or actually particularly white husbands who don't understand how you have to address a black male as if they're just another human being. So if you're messaging me, it's like, hey, my wife is looking for a BBC like you. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, well, I have like six paragraphs on my profile. I'm clearly much more than my dick. So you should be addressing to me in a much more polite way. Yeah. So in that, in that avenue, yeah, I, I do have, it is upsetting at times, but I don't get that much anymore. I think when I, 2017 through 19, I've kind of felt that. But then I also found a lifestyle podcast like yourselves and Keys and Anklets and, uh, and others that kind of address all the different quirks and nuances in a lifestyle. Yeah. So it at least gave me a better sense of community and, uh, and uh, understanding that people that get it are out there. It is such an interesting one. And I think it, it- I think you're right in terms of it's useful in a a category label for porn and a, as a right. as a as a search point, but as a way to describe or being the only attribute of a person, I find it a little bit abhorrent. If I'm really honest, it's kind of you know we're all so much more than our cocks, our tits, whatever. It's the right. people. And yeah, I would never refer to a woman as a TWP. No. Like I want tight white pussy. Like that's, 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 I would never even think to refer to a woman that way. So the, the flip side of that coin is just don't refer to any male to just as appendage. Yeah. That's a, it's just really, that's simple to be that considerate, but like, but some actually play into it with the race play aspect. And that's also more in the Dom sub realm. And that also requires all parties to be, completely cool with it yeah and that can get really intense or can just be kind of fun and naughty but uh yeah for me i played in this place a few times and i don't go too hard in that way because i'm not going to be i'm not going to step any boundaries and i don't expect anybody else to do the same that's understandable that is the first time i've i've come across the phrase TWP. I knew it would be. <laughs> Absolutely knew it would be. Every day's a school day. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. Well, what about I an LWP? I not teach you about the school, maybe. So, yeah, an LWP. God, what? Oh, no. Don't tell me be a loose... No. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know if loose white pussy is a thing, but Could I need you, you to say, say it. It just sounds gross. <laughs> No, I don't want to say it. You'll it make it up. as you walk. You'll make it Well, up. you know it exists because there is vaginal reconstruction. It's true. <laughs> baby's got to get born some ways, oh, I'll tell you. Oh, for goodness sake. Like a wizard's, wizard's sleeve. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Mrs. H, you have a question, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm all like flummoxed now by that, that phrase. <laughs> Gross. All right, okay. So what would your tips be uh, for couples who are looking for a bull? And what sort of tips do you have for sort of aspiring men who who want to be a bull? Or ladies. Or, or ladies. Yeah, no, or ladies. Yes. All right, tips for couples. I'd say don't go looking for one at a lifestyle event out the gate. I'd say 
do your due diligence on the lifestyle sites behind a paid wall. It could be Cassidy, SDC, Spicy Match. Uh, there's so many. Adult Friend Finder, Fab. I know it's big in the UK. Yep. And you're on Fab, right? Oh, yeah, you are on Fab, aren't you? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. I can't add you guys, apparently. You don't accept single males <laughs> no, uh, we on don't. your profile. <laughs> we can add you, though. We can add you. <laughs> this is a one-way so. street, my friend. A one-way street. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'd say put it on your profile. That's what you're looking for. But also reach out to other hot wife couples in your area and uh, for recommendation. Uh, now, some will be possessive when it comes to the, if they have the really good bull. But if they come across some that, you know, they don't have time for, there seem to be potential. They might recommend that one for you. And also no expectations on the first date or get together, whatever. And just uh, kind of feel it out. Uh, look for the red flags if there are any like say showing up late uh, obviously hygiene how does that person act uh, with the customer service let's see are they a heavy drinker chain smokers just whatever it's just looking for any red flags where it's like all right i, I we can't mess with this person I, I recall the hairy toes you mentioned yeah <laughs> that would be a red flag for me <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has their thing. <laughs> she says not having shaved her toes for hey, the 20 odd years that we've been together. Some hobbit wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, so so the tips for the aspiring men then who who feel like <sighs> they can be, I don't know, uh, the UK's premier bull. <laughs> <laughs> um, for one, profile is incredibly important. You, you have to have a couple face photos. Now it could be behind in your private gallery, or whatever, but be ready to share that if they ask for it. And you're also interested. Minimize the dick pics. It's not necessary to have every single one of your photos, <laughs> even if it's a 10 foot monster and a beauty and everybody tells you it's amazing. <laughs> I think I've run a mile. That's horrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, and actually show some personality in your profile. You know, you don't have to disclose all your vanilla information, but given the background on how long you've been into lifestyle, what you're looking for, what you're into, your don'ts as well, but then incorporate your interests outside of the bedroom, whether it's chess or sport, movies, uh, architecture, you name it, whatever it is, to, to show that you're just more than just a person with a heavy sexual appetite. I think that's that's really sensible. I, I think I'd throw in as well, if, if you're interacting with people online, to actually read the profiles. And if you're going yeah. to message, just just pick out some of that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea of a profile is to give you give people an idea of what you're about, what you're into, and and hopefully give a bit of that personality use that i mean if someone's got a picture of them going abseiling or whatever then go oh wow i see you went abseiling what was that like like at least shows at a very basic level you've done more than just stare at some pictures and gone right i want to fuck that i'm going to message these people just doesn't it's just not a great approach so it's really good to get it really matters yeah it really really does does that mean I can start replying to messages and say, oh, I see you're really into folding laundry. Oh, wait, no, you're not. 
<laughs> is that your hobby? Is that <laughs> what you're, you're just into? Just into having it like draped around in the background, cool. Right. <laughs> Shows a look. <laughs> oh dear. So this is you having a punch at people for their terrible pictures. Maybe good pictures is so important as well. I think, and you're right. The face picture is is really great. But even if it is just body pics or whatever, just think about what's in the background because yeah. it it says right. a lot about you and the environment that you live in. And if you don't give a shit about the picture you're taking, then what else do you not give a shit about? It's kind of true. It's a good point to make. I know Mrs. H forever stares at every couple that messages. She won't read the messages. She won't do any of the, any of the fabmen ever. It's, it's like 99% me, but, but she will look at the pictures and ironically, and if there's any kind of shit in the background, any kind of laundry or something like a weird poster or even a bad film or TV show on in the background, I've known to go, no, that's not true. <laughs> this not is 100% true. 100% true. I think you... I just might zoom in on it and go and just like go straight to the background like look at this. <laughs> Wait, I'm curious is there a flip side of that? Have you noticed something in the background you're like oh yes we need to meet them. Um, occasionally, occasionally, occasionally. So there's been uh, people that, are, again, like, like like the three of us that are a bit nerdy and have something oh, yeah. interesting that, Bonus you know, maybe nerding. there's some Lego Definitely. or something in the background, like yeah. so, something that's nicely made up or a Star Wars reference, or mm. even people have used like Star Wars helmets as props and stuff. And it's, it's yeah, kind of great. It's cool. It's fun. A good prop. Nothing wrong with a good prop. Exactly. <laughs> so we've got one final question for you. And I'm going okay. to ask this one, unless you have any others that you want to chuck his way. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So my final question is, right. So dude, you flew across the fucking globe, right? To meet Secret Vixen. Don't we know How it? are any of us supposed <laughs> to fucking compete with that? <laughs> Wait, he had some help. I'll have you know. Yeah, he did have a bit of help. But I mean, in terms of making himself look amazing, I, you can't do much better than that. I mean... You know, you might as well have Brian Adams playing everything I do, or whatever, in the background while you rock up. You might as well go the full fucking hog. How- I'll have you know the reliable travel company helped him out excessively with this. Five stars on TripAdvisor. Thank you. Shall start my company in the next few weeks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely did set myself apart with that one, and I, I had a feeling. I get a little bit of a blowback and some of the fellas here have been like, man, why you had to shit on us like that? <laughs> all these girls expect us to go all over the place. <laughs> Sets the bar, doesn't it? But this one was, it was special. It was like, luckily the stars aligned from allow me to come. I was happy to be in between job. Uh, we'd have been talking about meeting up for at least a year now. And I was listening to the podcast you did with them when you announced that you were doing a social and at the end of it, you were like, well, we'll have people from the UK coming and who knows, we might have someone from overseas come. And then that's when a light bulb went off. So I was like, oh, I might be able to pull this off. So, <laughs> so yeah, having it be in Southampton and I've, I've actually been to Bournemouth uh, about six, seven years ago. So I was like, kind of knew the area a little bit. I was like, I might be able to pull off a flight. I just didn't realize it was going to be flights from hell. <laughs> flights. <laughs> flights, seriously. Oh, man. We made it. I think um, we got it. Yeah, I made it, and it was so worth it. Not, not just for meeting them. It was meeting everybody at the party. It was a really great and unique experience, and I, I, I really appreciate the assistance and, <clears throat> and your support the whole time. 
you're very welcome. I, I think there is a lesson in that somewhere, though, around kind of, as you talked about earlier, sort of setting dates and looking for fun things to do and doing something different that really makes people stand out in the crowd and, and gives you a measure of that person. It's just sad now that, that in order to see those folks, we've got to invent more and more crazy things. Next week, we're taking them to the fucking moon. Uh, the following week, you know, we're going to go deep sea diving. So, But, but it, it does. It says a lot about, I think, the, the fun and the adventure that and the excitement that can come with this lifestyle. That's one of the reasons we do it, isn't it? The it adventure. is. It, it, it really is. All the thrill of that. Agreed. Mrs H, do you have any final, final questions for this good chap? No, I told him I'd be gentle. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was nice. Well, just about. We, we both, just about. Just about. We both want to say a huge, huge thank you for you for you joining us. It's been great. And it was lovely, lovely to meet you. I'm so glad that we were able to get you over to this country and help guide you in in some way. If people want to find you out in the world, how the hell do they find you? Uh, the go-to is definitely Twitter. Ashley Del Toro, 2-3. And... I am Mr. Chicago on many lifestyle sites, but it's not uh, uh, abbreviation. It's uh, or the title. It's uh, M-I-S-T-E-R Chicago. But I have a link tree and my Twitter account. So if you hit that, you'll find all the ways to reach me. I'm talking from Snapchat, Kick, SDC, Cassidy, and my other pet podcasts are up there too as well your link tree is a storybook in itself kind of is <laughs> i needed a place to yeah. consolidate i was like oh where do i how many accounts do i have <laughs> actually i do have another question oh all right yeah i'm just gonna slip it in at the end there oh good do you have plans to come to the uk again i do there's nothing set in stone May but... I suggest you book your flights properly this time <laughs> <laughs> and all your travel is perfectly mapped out i will definitely be flying in the day before there's an event store <laughs> <laughs> meetups just in case so you, you're planning to come to the uk again at some point for sure there you go that's my question great it's well, a nice question <laughs> thank you very much for joining us today it's been absolutely our pleasure to speak to you yeah. again same here mutual feeling appreciate you guys thank you So we want to say a huge, huge thank you to Ashley Del Toro for showing up on the show, getting there on time. <laughs> Delectable. Delectable. Relatable. <laughs> Understandable. But for sharing all of his top tips, all yes. of his great stories, and some of the really great insight that he's had about his experiences in the lifestyle, really. Grudgingly, I will accept that he is a nice chap who makes me laugh a bit. Well, I think, <laughs> listening back to that interview, I think you are halfway to booking a flight to Chicago oh, whilst talking you. to him. Lies. It's not lies in the slightest. <laughs> now, what I will say is that we did record that whilst uh, he was in his car. Oh not God. driving, but in order to get good phone reception, he had to go out into his car and sit there. That brought me great joy. Yeah, so I don't know what his neighbours thought as, as he was sat there chatting away to us. I know. And sharing I some really of those experiences. Me yeah, it was great. It was quite amusing with him with his little headset on in the car. It was very, very cool. So thank you very much for, for joining us today. I want to say a huge thank you to all of the people that have already bought tickets to the to the event that we've got, the Come Together event. Go tell your friends and bring them with you and get them to buy tickets. Well, yeah, it would be great if we could have even more people show up, yes. have a wonderful time with us and yeah. make some great connections. So if you haven't done that yet, drop us a message at bedhoppers mm. at 
bedhoppers suck bedhoppers suck at gmail.com I was like bedhoppers suck at gmail.com or drop us a, a, a tweet yeah tweeters fabbers um, I said owlers <laughs> tweeters fabbers yeah go and stuff. send an owl <laughs> but yeah please get in touch we'd love for you to come along and have a yeah. fantastic event with us and we've already got an amazing crowd with us today it could be bigger. Yeah. Come on. It could, Let's make the doors go off. <laughs> make the doors go off. Isn't that a Michael Caine thing? Blow the bloody doors off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's the reference you were looking for, dear. It was a oh. good, it was a nice try. Let's blow the hot tub off. <laughs> I did a helpy. I said a thing. <laughs> Look, it'd be great to see you all. So we love meeting people. Yeah. And even better when they're just all sexy people getting naked with us in a hot tub. Like your good selves, gentle listeners. Yes. Like your good selves. So uh, give Ashley Del Toro a follow. Mm. Uh, look out for Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. If, you know, he talked about them, let's mention them and, you know, put another yeah. and sound in there and get away with it. And uh, we'll see you all pretty soon. Mrs. H. Thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs>